Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host Tom on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans, episode 362. We're going to get caught up on the Senior Bowl, talk about a few players. We are also going to talk about quarterbacks on the Rams roster, in the draft, and free agents, and some other news and notes items to talk about. But I'm going to kick this off by talking about a Ram who wore number 62. I was kind of torn. wanted to talk about two different offensive linemen, and I decided to talk about Harvey Dahl. Not a very renowned player, but he is famous for one particular incident. Signed by the Rams, played for them from 2011 to 2013 while they're in St. Louis. A 6'5", 306-pound guard took over for Adam Goldberg at that position. I always thought of Harvey Dahl as kind of a poor man's Richie Incognito. Played on the edge, took a lot of personal foul penalties, and an ejection or two, and one that comes to mind, 2011 game in St. Louis against the Cincinnati Bengals. Cadillac Williams takes it around the right corner for five or six yard gain, and there's a flag on the play, holding on number 62, referee Jeremy Bulger making the call on the microphone. And then you hear in the background, well, not really in the background, you can hear it crystal clear on TV and throughout the stadium. That's not effing holding. And yes, that was Harvey Dahl. Got called for the holding and got called for unsportsmanlike conduct and was summarily ejected. Harvey Dahl. Harvey Dahl. Gotta love the guy. And I watched that play, and you know what? Pretty ticky-tack call. It wasn't effing holding. Rams signed Giff Smith as their defensive line coach, run game coordinator, basically replacing Eric Henderson, who left for USC. I have to wonder if Aaron Donald was consulted on this hire. Smith is really highly respected. Coached on the defensive side for Chan Gailey in Buffalo, for Ken Weisenhunt, in Tennessee, and then for Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, and Brandon Staley for the Chargers in San Diego and Los Angeles. He was actually the Chargers interim coach at the end of the 2023 season, coached those last three games out of a job with Staley being fired. So the Rams bring him on 
keep him in Los Angeles. He was highly sought after, apparently. So this is a good hire. And one of the reasons I like it, you got Chris Shula. I mean, he's got experience, but this is his first time as a defensive coordinator. So why not bring a guy, a really experienced guy, to help him out? So it makes a lot of sense. Hey, our last episode, we talked about running backs in the draft. Before that, it was the tight ends. And Michael Hellerslein, I think I'm pronouncing that right, commented on the YouTube channel, hey, maybe we should take a look at running back Cody Schrader out of Missouri, probably available in the fifth round. And I went and looked at his highlights, and Michael might be onto something. Schrader's pretty talented. Played against SEC competition, obviously. Led the SEC in rushing. And he has a second gear, a nose for the end zone. Hey, maybe that's a guy the Rams look at late in the draft because, as we discussed, they are going to draft a running back unless they somehow end up with only seven or eight picks, then maybe not. Some senior ball notes. A guy I really liked, Roman Wilson, has been shining. Kind of torn on this. He's the wide receiver out of Michigan. It's good that a guy you liked going into the senior ball practices is playing well, but then on the other hand, maybe his draft stock is going up and the Rams miss out on him. I think the Rams need to draft a cornerback in Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. has been tearing it up. Seems to be a consensus first-round pick. And, you know, Rams pick in 19th. Maybe he will be slotted for the Rams there. And another guy that's been really shining, Talisi Fuaga out of Oregon State, offensive tackle. CBS Sports had him as their 19th best overall prospect. Rams have the 19th pick. Rams could very well draft a tackle. But again, this guy could be shooting up some draft boards. Latou, the edge rusher out of UCLA, said he is the best offensive lineman at the senior ball. Guy the Rams are going to have to consider, especially if he slides to number 19. We're going to talk about quarterbacks this episode, but man, it's going to be fun when we get to the interior offensive line, tackles and edge rushers and cornerbacks and safeties. Those are the more interesting position groups with respect to the Rams, and we're saving those for last. Okay, continuing our first pass through various position groups in the NFL draft. We've talked about tight ends and running backs. Let's talk about quarterbacks. Who have the Rams drafted? Who's on their roster? Notable free agents and prospects we should be thinking about. You know, the Rams haven't drafted a lot of quarterbacks. Back in 2014, they drafted Garrett Gilbert. In 2015, Sean Mannion. In 2016, Jared Goff. They went seven years before they drafted another quarterback. That would be Stetson Bennett. So three of these four haven't amounted to much. Hey, jury's still out on Stetson Bennett, but it's not looking good. Jared Goff, he's actually had a pretty nice career, hasn't he? Might be playing in a second Super Bowl if it weren't for Josh Reynolds. But Sean McVay rolling with Jared Goff for the first few years and then trading for Matthew Stafford. No need to draft a quarterback until last year. Not really putting a lot of emphasis on the backup position. And that has cost the Rams. So they drafted Stetson Bennett. And that has not worked out so far. We'll see how it goes. Not looking good, though. Who is on their current roster? Well, they have Stafford and Stetson Bennett, and on a reserve's future contract, they have Dresser Wynn. 
Carson Wentz, an unrestricted free agent, really the only decent backup quarterback the Rams have had in a while. He may be the key to this entire discussion. Get to that in a second. Who are some other notable unrestricted free agents besides Carson Wentz? We're not going to talk about the two premier guys out there, really, Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins. They're going to be looking for starting jobs and big paydays, especially Cousins. And maybe Mayfield, too. We'll have to see. Some other guys that Rams may be able to entice to come on board as backups. Drew Locke? Was he a possibility? Gardner Minshew? Man, he plays better as a backup than he does as a starter. Sam Darnold? Nothing to get too excited about, but he's a legitimate backup. Marcus Mariota? His career hasn't panned out like we expected, but he might be an okay backup. I heard Steve Young saying that Zach Wilson, the Jets quarterback, needed to get out to L.A. and play for McVay, backing up Stafford, and kind of make sense, rehabilitate his career. Problem is, he's still under contract for another year. But this conversation really comes back to Carson Wentz, the free agent the Rams need to bring back. As far as the draft goes, man, this is a quarterback draft for the ages. Caleb Williams and Drake May will both go pretty early. Jaden Daniels, the quarterback out of LSU, man, he has a lot of potential too. I have a feeling he's going to go pretty early, probably top 10. Could Sean McVay be enticed to trade up to draft one of these guys? I don't think so. Matthew Stafford still has at least one year left. And I don't think they're going to use a draft capital on his replacement. Just not feeling it. So I think Williams, May, and Daniels are going to all be out of reach. Then there's Michael Penix, who I really loved. But man, that championship game against Michigan was really disappointed. He looked really unsettled on the big stage, overthrowing receivers. He'll probably still be a second round pick. I don't think the Rams should go that way. J.J. McCarthy, I think he's overrated myself. He'll probably end up being an okay NFL quarterback, just like a lot of other okay quarterbacks. Kind of a Brock Purdy type. If he's in the right system, he'll get it done. Bo Nix, CBS Sports has him as a 36th overall player, but I've seen him mocked in the first round. It's not going to happen. Probably going to be in the second round. Hey, you never know who McVay's going to fall in love with, but I still don't think they're going to draft a quarterback that early. Then there's Michael Pratt out of Tulane, Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina, Jordan Travis out of Florida State, Gavin Hardiston out of UTEP, Sam Hartman, the Notre Dame quarterback. So what can we conclude about the direction the Rams might go at the quarterback position? Well, let's conclude that they're not going to use a high pick on a quarterback. Would they use a later pick on a quarterback? Very possible. Let's look at some guys that might be there for them in the fourth, fifth round, maybe later even. Michael Pratt, the quarterback out of Tulane, 6'3", 220. He's the type of quarterback McVay might like, pocket passer who can deliver from different arm angles, but he doesn't have a lead arm strength. That kind of concerns me. Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina, I think he's lacking in the leadership skills that you really want at the quarterback position. Some personality quirks that the Rams may want to avoid, especially after what's happening with Stetson Bennett at this point. Sam Hartman out of Notre Dame, he will go probably in the fifth, sixth, maybe even the seventh round. 
has been struggling at the Senior Bowl. Six years of college football. He played at Wake Forest and then Notre Dame. Average arm strength, I don't know. I'm not feeling it with Sam Hartman. It's easy to fall in love with the Florida State guy, Jordan Travis. Very athletic, performs in the clutch. Really dynamic, exciting quarterback. I'm just not convinced that that's the type of quarterback McVay wants in his offense. He wants a guy that's going to stay on schedule. McVay draws up the plays. He wants a quarterback that's going to execute the plays, not tuck the ball and run every time he's feeling it. There is one guy that I'm kind of liking, and that's Gavin Hardison, the UTEP quarterback. Had a very low completion percentage, under 60% but he's playing on a team that was overmatched quite a bit. Offensive line struggled a lot. I watched a little bit of him, and he has touch. He has the arm strength. He has just enough mobility. Has the leadership skills, too. He could go in the fourth round, maybe be there in the fifth, and if he drops into the fifth, I would be okay with the Rams drafting this guy. I guess it depends on what happens with Stetson Bennett. Only the Rams know what's going on there. But Hardison is the only guy that will be available where I think the Rams should draft a quarterback and kind of fits the bill. But it really all cycles back to Carson Wentz. I was so happy to see how he played against the 49ers week 18. Wish we had seen more of him. But we know Carson Wentz is a legitimate quarterback. He can win at the NFL level. He can extend plays. He can move the ball on the ground with his legs. And that's what you want in a backup quarterback. If something happens to Matthew Stafford, can Carson Wentz come in and win a couple games for us? Hell yeah, he can. He is the first legitimate backup quarterback we have had in I don't know how long. And I loved what I saw. And I think the Rams should spend, if it's a million or two million dollars a year, whatever it is to keep Carson Wentz in the fold. Hopefully Carson Wentz sees the light and recognizes this is a pretty good gig for him in Los Angeles. One more year, a team that's really well positioned to make a playoff run and maybe even a Super Bowl run. Carson Wentz has to want to be a part of that playing behind a veteran quarterback like Matthew Stafford. Man, I hope Carson Wentz sticks around. If the Rams can sign Carson Wentz, they are kind of set. Stafford, Wentz, and Dresser win or Stetson Bennett, we're good to go. Problem solved. Don't use any draft picks on a quarterback now if Carson Wentz walks. Rams have some figuring out to do. They may have to go after one of these second-tier quarterbacks like Gardner Minshew, Stafford Minshew and Dresser win. Stafford Minshew and Stetson Bennett. Man, I don't know. I keep on coming back to Carson Wentz. We need him in the fold. That'll make me feel a lot better about our quarterback room moving forward to 2024. Less need, make it happen, please. Hey, if you got any ideas, draft-wise, free agent-wise, shoot us an email, comment on the YouTube channel, share us your thoughts, and we will talk about it some more. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, 
and have fun out there.